The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Glad to be with you on a Monday. You're listening to The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Watching on Fox 34 News now. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lentz, Jeff McGuire in with you this morning. We'll get to uh, some of your thoughts. Talking bowl game, talking uh, whatever you want to get into. Uh, keep those coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Jamie, uh, we were talking about the, I guess, the length of the game a little bit. Someone says, oh, Lordy, it was a long game. <clears throat> Can't can't disagree with that. This isn't from this morning. It was the last text on the. Uh, I guess this was the Coors Light post game show. Morton's accuracy and zip on the ball was the difference tonight. Felt like he definitely had it early on. I thought the throw to Fungi for the touchdown really showed good arm strength. And yeah, I mean that thing was on a line. But um, um, I don't know. I just didn't think the offense looked great at all in the second <coughs> half. Yeah, I, I did. I don't think anybody would say it. It looked good in the second half. You, it, it got very stagnant in the second half. And I don't know if Tech got conservative because it just didn't look the, the yeah. same. You didn't look like you're taking some of the shots you did in the first half. And uh, not as much Taj. And you didn't run it as much, yeah. Yeah, and when you in Cameron Valdez, it felt like got a lot of carries, not Taj. But Taj did get hurt. I don't know if you noticed. Um, yeah. He he. His right leg, something was bothering him. Yeah. So, yeah. which stunk because it kept him kind of at ninety, at yeah, ninety nine yards. Right. Does that bother you? Oh, I really wanted him to get over it. So I mean, I knew he was at, at that mark. And the, and I'm so pretty I'm sure like, the coaching staff knows it at that point too. Yeah. Someone's got to be in the ear and say, "Hey, he's at ninety nine. You want to, you want to get him one more carry?" But they, mm-hmm. they didn't. And you get him back next year. So I really wanted. Cam. I mean, they did try like three times the last drive. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I they mean, didn't. it wasn't without effort that yeah. they agreed. The attempts were there. <coughs> I was really hoping Valdez would get in the end zone, just like Fungi. So the two guys that you know hit the <laughs> portal, but then said, "Hey, I want to still play for the team." Yeah. Yeah. I wish they would both ended with a score. I wouldn't have minded that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm very curious to see where both of those guys end up. I know Fungi's a West Texas mm-hmm. guy, so he may still want to stay at home. Uh, I think that was his only catch of the night, if I remember correctly. But I believe so. It yeah. was a big one, mm-hmm. and uh, they are able to get the win. It is a busy week still for Tech football. I think the dead period starts today, so you coaches can't go out. But you've got signing day on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday of this week. That's that's crazy. You've played a bowl game before, <laughs> before signing day starts. That that's a weird feeling, and I'm sure that the whole signing day day thing is just weird to me because it just feels like he used to be so much bigger. Yeah, it was and, massive. Yeah, in and, February, I mean, people made a huge deal about it. Yeah, and um, it. I mean, obviously, it's still the lifeblood of your program. <laughs> There's just not as many switches. Those kind of things. There's not a lot of surprises. There's not a lot of drama that comes with it. I think that's why they moved it to December yeah. for that reason. Yeah, and then um, the most important guys that you're bringing in 
okay, that are going to help you in the immediate when we all talk about, hey, I'll start rooting for the guys when they run out the tunnel or whatever. And, oh, you know, this guy just committed to us. Okay, well, he's going to, you know, red shirt for a year and we'll see him in two years, whatever, that kind of stuff. Well, these guys are your guys that you're expecting to make an immediate impact. You talk about the receivers and the offensive linemen that you've got in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. It's like more guy, everybody's more more interested in that right now than they are the high school guys. Even though, man, you got to be doing your job with the high school sure. guys, right? So it feels like it brings less excitement than it does, but I, I think everybody's smart enough to know it's still really important. I think that's where hopefully Texas Tech will get a leg up on some of the competition in the new Big 12, is that you've been recruiting. You look at the recruiting rankings. The last couple of years, you're, you're at the top of these teams, these current teams in the Big 12, when it comes to the high school recruiting. And you look at a lot of other schools in your same realm, and a lot of those have been focusing more on the transfer portal. So hopefully the base, the foundation you're building for that, that high school recruiting can help you have that leg up on some of those other other teams within your league. And I, I don't know if it will or not, but it, it sure feels like you got a lot of really good young talent coming in. Question is, did you get enough in the portal? And and you've got quite a f- few guys to bridge the gap for next year. Mm-hmm. So not sure on that. <coughs> Y'all can uh, keep chiming in. On the Yates Flooring Center chat line. So, we've talked about the offense. We've talked about uh, a little bit of the defense, Tim DeRuder, and and the uh, adjustments made within that game. Um, What about the atmosphere? The uh, Independence Bowl. Was this your first or second trip, too? Second trip. So, you went to the one in 98? I did. I figured you did, just because of Mm -hmm. location to East Texas and... And that sort of thing. Um, how did that? I thought it was really compare? cool yesterday driving back from Shreveport. Just how many tech cars I show I saw, and then you know went past the went past the cheerleaders bus, went past the uh, equipment bus, yeah. not bus, but truck. equipment truck twice, and <laughs> so it was. Uh, it's like this sea of red coming across East of, Texas towards West Texas. That's I, great. I thought that was awesome. So. Yeah. Fans, I don't like overshooting this, but was it a true like eighty percent Red Raiders compared to to Cal fans? Oh wow, um, I don't I don't think I would have gone eighty okay. percent. I mean, I but I would have gone. See, my view and you, is the same as yours, but it <laughs> you just see the Texas Tech side over there, and it's the one that technically the, is Texas Tech. Yeah, I definitely would go. I don't know. I, I mean. Seventy percent. I don't know. It, okay. Okay. It, it definitely felt like the majority were tech fans. Um, and it was interesting because the tech fans were. <laughs> I assume the tech allotment was towards the outside, towards the end zones. Yeah. On their side, and the the bull folks sold the middle section because all the Red Raider fans were from the thirty towards the goal line on right. both sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We we paid for the uh, the seats through uh, through Texas Tech, and so those, those were the big clumps. Uh, but it definitely looked pretty sparse on the Cal side. Yeah, very very yeah. sparse. <clears throat> Proximity, you understand that a sure, little bit. Sure, sure. I think there's a care about football too that that's different. It's yes. different for the two programs. Sure. Um, but yeah, you 
<clears throat> I thought the the atmosphere was that of a lower tier bowl game. Yeah. Obviously, you have I think thirty thousand was the. It wasn't attendance. like it was last year, which no. was a blast. It was, which is so weird because you have the same conference record, right? Your your two teams, yeah, are both five and four from last year and this year. Yet you're in the Independence Bowl versus the Texas Bowl, and obviously you had more teams in the league this year, so that it changes the standings up a little bit. But there was a much different atmosphere last year and more excitement I think within the the Red Raider fan base well, a season of you had overachieved compared to a season of you have underachieved yeah yeah but I I still thought that the there was enough passion and enough Red Raiders there that it yeah definitely it made for a, a pretty good atmosphere but mm-hmm. I was definitely proud of the tech fan base okay so what happened with the uh firework show that went off way early were you did you happen to step outside for the firework show before before the game you may have been on air actually i was did you hear it going off yes this was was one of the best firework shows i've ever seen no kidding and it was not supposed to go off i i guess it was supposed to go off because i asked i asked some people that should have been in the know and they said oh yeah it's but it wasn't advertised at all. It wasn't, hey, make sure you show up two and a half hours before the game. But we were wondering, did, did someone hit a button that they weren't supposed to hit a little early? Because this thing was amazing. It yeah. lasted 15 minutes long. I remember saying to Clint, man, that fireworks show is getting after it. And it was uh, it was yeah. a really cool show, but it's sitting there. It, no one's in the stadium yet. It's right behind the stadium, and... I'm still not sure someone didn't okay. <laughs> trip over the, the wire and set it off. Was that the uh, internet wire as well? Uh, probably. Mm. Was that a problem? Oh, the, the internet was wire? Was it a problem? Well, that's not a problem. You don't need stinking internet. That's the morning drive on Double T 97.3. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Happy Monday. Happy Christmas week. Or a week out. Let's call it Christmas week, right? Yeah, I think you can. We're one week away, so if you haven't bought your presents, then uh, you should probably do that. I wish these guys would come back to town. Have you been? When they were in town? Yeah. Have you been? Yeah. Oh, it's... Oh, dude. I think I've seen them twice, and it, those awesome. are, it's amazing. It's Love. One of the coolest things ever. TSO. It is, uh, yep. it is a blast. Those shows are amazing. He's Jamie Lent. I'm Choice Woodman. Um, my uh, normal partner in the mornings, Jeff Haxton. You can check out the show, 9 to noon on 100.7 score. Um, he said he gets mad at people that shop too early. They get all their shopping done too early. <laughs> He's like, those people make me mad. Because I'm like talking about how I think we're done. This was a, almost a month ago. I think I'm like, yeah, I think we're about done with our Christmas shopping. We're close. And he's like, oh, you, your people make me mad. Considering I'm just getting India dog treat that I've already purchased, I think I'm done shopping. Either you're done shopping. Do we want to dive into why it makes him mad? Well, I don't know. He wants everybody to procrastinate. He says he goes every Christmas Eve. I mean, to Walmart and like, I guess the wife takes care of the big stuff, but he goes and just loads up on stuff like Christmas Eve right before. Yeah, I would say that Jeff's not the most, um, I don't want to say 
unprepared, but he's definitely a procrastinator. <laughs> he is a procrastinator. Okay. There's no question. There's, there's um, the term wing it comes to mind, right? Yeah. Okay. Wing it is a yeah. pretty good And so good term. ultimately, I think, guess he's mad at the rest of us because we just, <laughs> this is, just it just shows him that he's procrastinating and that bugs him. <laughs> no, I think he really thinks everybody else should be doing it. He's like, y'all are... Why, why are we doing this so early? Well, if you we all did it at the same time on Christmas Eve, wouldn't that make for a miserable shopping experience it for him on Christmas Eve? It would be just like, uh, what's that one with Arnold? Oh, uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. That one's... Yeah. Uh, someone says that Trans-Siberian Orchestra is coming to uh, Buddy Holly Hall next week. Are they really? I didn't know I'm, that. I, I I'm didn't efforting either. that. I'm, I'm looking yeah. at their thing, and I might be buying tickets. Have you been? Haven't been. Very much worth it. Oh gosh, it's so cool. Yeah, you go the the pyro, the lights, the everything. Everything with it. Just music, luck, obviously. Out of town. Yeah. It's a it's a really cool show. They can't be coming after Christmas. They need to come before. They've come after Christmas before. Yeah, I think have. they've done the, the week of like like a few days after Christmas. It still it still works. Yeah. You can do Christmas. I'd music. prefer it that way. Uh most fireworks runs shows are done well after dark. Yeah. It was was it in dark at that time though? It had just kind of yeah. hit dark, but yeah. it made for. I've seen some of the the pictures. I I think they put them out on social media, of the uh, the players. Of course they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, of the players, their their entrance into the stadium because that's what oh, this is this? happening, and all the fireworks in the background. That's awesome. So it actually makes for amazing. Yeah, pictures. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it it just seemed like odd timing, and I, I guess that was when they meant to. Are they coming, mm-hmm. Jeff? Apparently, it's Mannheim Steamroller that's coming. Uh, oh, Trans-Siberian okay. is in Florida and in Michigan mm-hmm. and in Florida and in Michigan and Ohio <coughs> this week. Okay, educate me. Ooh. I, and I've heard the name. Do they do a similar thing? Similar. Similar. So, like similar. Rock, rock orchestra. They're a rock orchestra like uh, yeah. Trans-Siberian is. Okay. They don't quite put on the, the same. It doesn't snow indoors with them. Yeah, I don't think it, the, the light show and all that comes quite with them. I but they're they're I very good. Them, though. They are very good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, agree with you, Choice. I'm happy the way McGuire is emphasizing high school recruiting over the portal, building his own depth. We don't want to flash in the pan like TCU. Flash in the pan year like TCU. Yeah, I think you're doing a good job of both. I'm not trying to say you're only high school because some of the receivers and some of the talent you've got in the last week in the portal – should have people pretty excited. Yeah, right now, I mean, in the way the world works of college football or pretty much college any sport, if if you're not hitting the portal, you're not you're not turning over every stone, right? Right. And so yeah, of course. So um, I, I think he's he's doing a great job doing both, and you know, you're hoping that's going to turn into good things. Obviously, um, you know, certain positions have been other better than others in recent years, and. Um, so you want to get that offensive line shored up and you feel like that's a hard one to do if you're trying to fix things in a short term with high school kids and that's where you really need to to find portal guys yeah. because we know it's it's hard for young guys to come in and play offensive line um, but you sure hope you're building depth with those guys behind the portal guys and that those guys are getting some reps and then they are at their when it's their time whenever that's their whether it's their second year or third year ready they're ready to go yeah uh, <clears throat> i guess the where you really need to to make sure you have depth because you look at it 
obviously receiver they're they're making some moves there but that offensive line um you're minus Dennis Wilburn Cole Spencer who got to play in the bowl game after missing a lot with the broken foot and then uh, Rusty Stats all three of those guys and then Monroe Mills so you're losing four starters mm-hmm. off this team and that's why you're seeing such a heavy emphasis I think they've offered close to 40 guys in the portal and wow. off 40 offensive linemen I think is what they the offers that are out for Texas Tech, which is a large number. Then they've landed a, a handful. It's gonna be a so problem far. if they all accept, isn't it? Well, I think you're. <laughs> I think it's a race. <laughs> hey, who wants to come to Texas Tech? Uh, Red Raider Two Guns says, "God forbid we have a flash in the pan year where we go to a national championship game." I think you got the guy's point, Red Raider Two Guns. Yeah, but you know, but you know, if you want to. You want to be that way? Go ahead. Uh, this we haven't talked about. Cowboys got a beatdown yesterday. Reminds me of those games against the Browns, both regular season and Eastern Conference playoff games of the late 1960s. Oh, wow. You've been around a little oh, bit. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I, that does not remind me of those games, but uh, I, don't, I don't remember them. Uh, it reminds me of, you know. The three, five, and 11 seasons? In the 60s? No, mm. in the early 2000s. Well, what it reminded me of was, uh, you know, the Cowboys and who they are. Anytime they ever give you a glimmer of hope, they rip your heart out. And uh, that game was ugly. It was it was about as ugly as I've seen in in a while, and by far the ugliest game that you've seen from an offensive standpoint for the Cowboys. Really, both sides of the ball. Catch your butt kicked up and down. Is this a hangover? What, like, what do you even attribute that to? I th- Go ahead, say the Bills are just the best team in football. And we can walk uh, to me, I, all week long, my hope as a Bills fan was that the Cowboys were riding high after the Eagles game, and, and that's kind of what. And they've played Dallas has played so well of late. We we also know they haven't been as good on the road, okay, as they have been at home. Pretty much, you know. Uh, so my, my hope as a Bills fan with with that is that exactly what you mentioned that there'd be some sort of hangover from the Eagles game and. Finally, they'd have a bit of a stinker. It was more than a bit of a stinker. Uh, yeah. Um, but And I also think that Buffalo is a better team than their record shows. Yeah, and I think they're actually starting to play like it yeah. the last few weeks. Um, you just look at all their close losses. But, um, yeah, butt kicking. Um, I don't think it was nearly as ugly as you guys are describing. You um, don't think so? No, I thought it was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was I, as close I as the score indicated. whiffed on that one badly. Like, really? What What part of that game did you... <laughs> he enjoyed all of it. Every single second of it. Every single second, except uh, when the Cowboys scored a touchdown. That yeah, disappointed CD me. CeeDee Lamb got one late. Yeah. yeah. God, that was that was bad. But fortunately, the Red Raiders still had me on a high. It should have been worse. Buffalo should have had a couple picks they didn't get. Yeah. Should have had a touchdown. It could have. Literally, they dropped and turned to a field goal. Yeah. yeah. A few more of your thoughts. We'll get to some of those this day in sports history next on Double T 97.3. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. No, I knew this one. Okay, my bad. I, I, but I did recently watch the movie. I'll be hungry. Did you watch Sound of Music last night? You're looking night. at me weird, Jeff. <clears throat> I had to think for a minute. I was like, this isn't in White Christmas because... That's the Christmas movie like my sister is obsessed about. So when uh, I White Christmas is yeah. not a Christmas movie. 
but okay. <clears throat> Did you watch Sound of Music? Are you last thinking night? of Holiday Inn? No, is not the Christmas movie. No, There's a movie no. named White Christmas that you say is not a Christmas movie. It is literally a movie about them just traveling around and Bing Crosby and I don't even remember the other actor's name. It starts off the first scene or is at war. I guess set in the 40s, maybe. Anyway. Um, but they're at war, and he sings White Christmas because it's Christmas at war. And then they come back home, and they, well, he saves his buddy at war. That's nice of him. Yeah, it was really nice. And then The his war buddy you're speaking him. of is called World War Two, by the way. Yeah. That's what I said, in the 40s. <laughs> uh, I do realize that's when World War Two was. Thank you. Um... He he saves his buddy, and then his buddy kind of holds it over him. Great friend, uh, and has, makes him do shows together. They're both performers, and they have to do shows together. Before this guy was a solo artist, Bing Crosby was a solo artist anyway. But it's all about the whole movie. They just go and perform places. The actual Christmas part is the very very beginning, and okay. doesn't really. White Christmas is not a Christmas movie. Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than White Christmas. Okay. Anyway, Sound of Music. Um, no, was there a, like was it on TV or what? It was it on TV? Yeah, I mean it's like uh -huh. my my mom is in town and she loves the movie and so does my wife <clears throat> and kids, and so we watched it. Just it's, I think it started at six. It just ended about fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's one we watched last night. Do you like it? I'm fine with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how I am towards it. I'm mm -hmm. fine with it. That's fine. But mm -hmm. yeah, it is uh, Christmas it. week for all you out there. Merry Christmas week to you. Um, continued to uh, pour in those thoughts on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Central Texas Hank says it's Danny Kane, the other one. Thank you. And yes, it is a Christmas movie. Someone else says that's Holiday Inn. No, Holiday Inn similar, but it's not. I'm still sticking with it. Oh, someone is with you that thought that was Silent Night too. It Amy's. sounded like the if Jeff the, the the ooze of the beginning of Silent Night were definitely involved okay. in said song. Okay. okay. That is definitely Silent See? Night. There's some similarities. I didn't I'm I'm I can pick up yeah. where you're where you getting it. I didn't think it initially, but yeah. Uh, I think Jamie like I didn't think it because I knew it wasn't. <laughs> well, because you put it in. Because yeah. well, because it's I also know that version that Frank Sinatra does of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I knew it's what to expect. I think Jamie likes to hang out with older people. He was missing Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else says, just found the female version of Chuck. <laughs> okay, so the Uber rider or Uber driver from Hades. I he's not listening, I hope. Because I told him when my show was because he was so curious i mean the guy had to have gotten in i don't know we this was a 20 minute ride this is me going to the golf course so it the golf course was up north of town that i went to on thursday went and played and i rode this uber picked me up uh in downtown and takes me all the way out there in the 20 minute ride i mean he had to have had a hundred thousand words just non-stop Telling me life stories and how he is the, a millionaire, but he loves to do 
I mean, the, the the bragging was where it started. Just had to tell me how he's a millionaire. And how, oh, you'd never know it by looking at me. But uh, I mean, I, I I just love doing this. And just I the I, a guy bet me that a hundred thousand dollars that I wouldn't be an Uber driver. Easiest hundred thousand dollars that I ever made. And <laughs> I'm telling you, That's Jamie, you pick up your phone and call someone. Would have jumped out of the car. I was close. <clears throat> My car. My clubs weren't in the back. I might have done it, but mm. couldn't couldn't part with those. Just continual. And then he would uh, first Uber driver I've ever seen get on their phone and <laughs> scroll through pictures while he's driving. He's had to show me the pictures of these famous people that he's picked up. Which he had one with Amy Grant, and there was. Did he take a picture with you? He actually did. You're a radio star. <laughs> he I mean. thought, he's like, I'm in with a radio star. I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> There's like, my wife knows my name. Jamie does because he has to. <laughs> and yeah, so he took a picture. He's like, my friends don't ever believe me. He think They think I'm full of it. And, oh, my gosh. <clears throat> and then he, no kidding. He's the guy that picks us up to go to the casino late on Saturday <laughs> night. Crazy. But he didn't notice like me because I hopped in the back of the car with the car full of six people. So fortunately, he didn't uh, oh gosh. didn't talk my ear off too much. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyone surprised that Woodman's Uber driver was also a millionaire? Of course. <laughs> well, of when, course. You, when you call up millionaire Uber, it's a different company that the rest of us use. We just use Uber. Choice mm -hmm. has an app for millionaire Uber. Yeah. 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 It's the, yeah, you didn't know that existed? Yeah. It's just Uber, Uber M. That's mm -hmm. what they call it. Uh, I just most people ride the Uber X because it's cheaper, but Uber M is... Oh, Uber Just make M. sure the millionaires pick you. Okay. Uh, Woodman, you're really wrong. The whole ending is a Christmas show. They did a really terrible job hyping up this non-Christmas movie to be a Christmas movie. I'm telling you, I'm sticking to it. Because I almost never get to the end of it because I get kind of bored. I don't, you know, White Christmas is okay. And I've watched it this Christmas season. It does drag on a bit. I, I will concede with choice that it does drag on a little bit. That you, one. You could probably cut about 20 minutes out of that movie and it, no one would really notice. That one, uh, Singing in the Rain, is one that drags a little See, bit. Now you're, now you're dead to me. Okay. That's, that's how that works. There we go. I've never seen either one of them, so. Do you like old movies? Not really. Okay, then I would mm -hmm. I would abstain. Like Karate Kid from the 80s? Is that old <clears throat> enough for you? That's getting old. Okay. But I don't think that's what that would qualify in the same category. Uh, Raiders' dad says, we're a 6-6 six and six football team. I'm not worried about losing anyone line or otherwise. Mm. you got to have somebody left. I and guess you know I'm what? not as much worried about losing them. I'm just worried about next year's offensive line. So one leads to the other. Sure, but and, and what you yeah. said, the chemistry, the that part of it, you, you've got to mesh a whole new offensive line next year. Mm -hmm. Caleb Rogers is your one guy back. Ty Buchanan, I, I guess, is back too, uh, who started in the game for you at left tackle since Monroe Mills uh, hit the portal. But you, know, you you're going to have to continue to hit the portal hard, and I think I think the anticipation is that they're going to get two or three more offensive linemen in addition to the ones that they've they've already got. But I don't know. Uh, Lindale Jeff said, 
this is going back to earlier with Hacks and his Christmas presents thing. Uh, I think Hacks doesn't like how Thanksgiving is bypassed. I became an early shopper during the lockdown. I would hit the store and hunt because my kids were going to have beef and milk. And then the supply chain, I shopped early because my kids were going to have toys. So I shop early now. Okay. Makes sense. Makes makes lots of sense. Juan asks, is Louisiana East Coast or Central Time Zone? Central. Central, Central yeah. It's right there. Right, mm-hmm. right on the other side. Uh, shout out to the Going Band. They could be heard the whole game playing, yelling, or singing. Was Cal's band there, or do they even have one? Couldn't be heard if they were there. They were there, right? Were they? I have no idea. Actually, yeah, they were. I know I know for sure they were okay. there. Uh, they played a little bit before. They were much smaller than the Going Band, so I don't know if they sent their full band or not. But um, No, I, I could hear the Going Band, and they were active, and it was good. We're going to talk a little hoops after what we got next. Jamie Lentz's question of the day. Here on the Double T 97.3 Morning Drive. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. we to be part of your Monday morning. You're listening to the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Choice Woodman in for Chuck Hines. Jeff McGuire across the way. Jamie Lent to my right. And Jamie will uh, bring us a question in a moment. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Okay, this one is wide open with way, the way you want to answer it. Like Koy Aiken on that one post route that Baron threw the interception on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how open he was? He's pretty open, oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> I want you to tell me two things for next year's football season that you're nervous about and two things that you're excited about. Two that I'm nervous about and two that I'm excited about. Okay. Uh, number one, we've already highlighted it this morning, but offensive line is my uh, number one nervous spot. I am uh, I'm anxious to see what they're able to put together. So that is still by far the biggest unknown. Um, number two nervous thing is uh, secondary. So I, I don't know if this is what you're looking for with position groups, but that's, that's kind of where my brain goes. Uh, offensive line, secondary, you're losing a lot of seniors out of that secondary. Um, Malik Dunlap, Rashad Williams, and maybe the most important this year, Daydream Taylor-Dimerson, all will be gone from that secondary. So um, nervous about those two groups in particular. Uh, most excited? I got to be honest, I'm. Uh, you've never had a five-star around here, and maybe we're putting way too much hype on a true freshman, but... Uh, Micah Hudson, I want to see it. I, I'm just super excited to see what what he is, uh, what the hype is all about. I've seen tons of highlights up to this point, but mm-hmm. um, very excited about that. And here's a very generic statement: um, I'm excited to see this team be better than they were this year 
I think you underperformed. You were much better than your record showed this year, talent-wise. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just excited um, that. But you lose some of that talent. You lose some of the talent, but I mm-hmm. still think looking at your schedule, maybe that's where this is. I'm excited that you could be a top five team in the league next year. I don't think that's shooting super high either. No. Looking at the schedule and those sorts of things. I think you can, so. All right, Jeffrey. Uh, Things I am concerned about. Everything associated with the offense with the exception of Taj Brooks. Okay. And I mean everything associated with the offense that isn't Taj Brooks. Uh, He's your, the one true star I think you've got on offense that you know verifiable that he can do it in Big 12 play. He can do it against Division One talent. He can do it against whoever you want to line it up. He can get the job done. Um, you've got incoming freshmen that can be exciting, but I don't trust freshmen as far as I can throw them. The best part about freshmen is they become sophomores. Uh, the second thing that I'm worried about for next year uh, and Choice kind of touched on this already, is your defensive backfield. I have faith that Tim DeRuiter, uh has got some guys ready to go and that you, you're not going to have a huge dro- drop-off, but you're losing an awful lot of leadership and snaps this year to graduation that you're going to have to find a way to replace. And I, I think you're okay, but I'm nervous because this is the Big 12 and we still like throwing the football around. Things I am excited for. Well, the reverse. Taj Brooks. Getting to see another year of him running between the tackles, running around the tackles, running through people, breaking tackles, all of the things that Taj Brooks does. Uh, that your key to your offense is going to be him next year. And I'm kind <clears throat> of excited for how the new Big 12 is going to look. Like, overall, you've got a bunch of new teams coming in. It feels like a wide-open field that you may be able to take advantage of and and really set in stone that you could be one of the two teams to beat year in and year out. You've got to play that way, but I'm excited to see how that goes. I think that's a that last one was a really good answer and that's that's um that's one definitely I'm excited about. I'm not going to use that as one of my two, but I, I agree. I, I'm excited about just like I was this year about seeing the new teams and I'm excited again about then more new teams coming in and what that will all look like, mm-hmm. who we're going to end up liking and hating and all that good stuff. So uh, I think that's a that's a really good answer. Okay, I'm going to start with the ones the things that I'm most excited about. Uh, linebacking core, I'm really excited about your young linebackers. Uh, so that's first and foremost for me. Okay. The second part for me um, is just knowing what your identity is. Okay, it. It felt like it took a while this year to figure that out. Coach McGuire has said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think knowing going into the season, you know what it is. And so I think you're going to play better early on than you did this year, knowing that, hey, we can run the ball with Taj Brooks. Obviously, a new offensive line factors into that. <clears throat> but um, we know we got a stud back there in the backfield, and so we're going to try to re- rely on him. So – um, with that being said, that's one of the things I'm excited about. Um, one of the th- two things I'm nervous about, um, will you put together a game plan offensively that accentuates what you do well? Okay? I still felt like on Saturday night, there were night uh, there were times when we went away from the run game, and I don't understand why. Don't understand why. 
when we're having possessions where it's three passes and you've got Taj Brooks in the backfield, I don't get it. And you're running the ball with success. I don't get it. So um, we know the identity. Will we actually stick with it? Or will we outthink ourselves? So that's one of the things that um, concerns me. The other one, I mean, you guys touched on a couple of good ones. Offensive line, obviously, defensive backfield. Okay, I'm nervous about stopping the run. I just think maybe we've glossed over the fact that how good Hutchinson and Bradford have been for the Red Raiders. And to lose those two guys, I think it's going to be massive. And so I think, you know, one of the things that we've really done well that has helped our defense is be able to stuff the run. And so I'm nervous about that. You know, actually, I... We'll, uh, we'll continue this coming up in just a little bit. After the boom, 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 it's the morning drive on Double T 97.3. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Happy Monday, y'all. It's the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com, the Double T 97.3 mobile app. And uh, you can watch us on television, Fox 34 News Now. Always on our uh, YouTube t- YouTube channel, pardon me, uh, Double T Sports Network, which you need to search there. So we have all 12 hours of our local programming streaming consecutive, consecutively 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. over there on the, uh, the YouTube thing. Y'all uh, keep hitting us up. Yates Flooring Center chat line wide open to you. React to the bowl game, the basketball game, Cowboys... Transfer portal, whatever you want to get into, uh, pipe in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line before we get back to some of that reaction. Um, my question for you is, do you walk away from the bowl game, Jamie, feeling like you've learned anything more from the team or feeling any different than you did going into it? Or is it just still eh, it's still a 7-6 and six team? Obviously, you you have a winning season. I think I would agree with what you said earlier. Um, in that you were seven and six, and very well could have been nine and four. Yeah. Um, and does that make me feel better or worse? <laughs> That's the question. That is a good um, question. Man. Um, hmm. 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 I don't know that it makes me feel better about what happened in 2023, but maybe it makes me feel better feeling like, okay, you're still a talented program. Um, The ball just didn't bounce your way this year. But, man, you got to learn from some of the mistakes. Uh Okay, you got to learn from some of the mistakes, and I'm, I'm not just talking about the players here, okay? I mean, you you got you got to be better. Um, it, it shouldn't take that long to figure out what you do well, okay? Um, it shouldn't take you that long to say, you know, um, see what's working and stick with it, okay? Um, you know, there there are there are still times where. You know, and I know I, I'm some Raider, Raider Raider fans love the fourth down stuff, and some absolutely hate all of it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty much in the middle. I feel like about. I think you're rare with that. I think most people are very much on one side or the other. I feel like about eighty percent of the time, 
I agree with, I'm go, good with going good for with it going when it. we're going for it. I will tell you the other night, up by 17 in a fourth and four at midfield, I was not. Yeah, okay. I was curious. I'm like, does the book really tell you to go for it there? Well, I mean, see, that's where, like, I don't care about the book. You're up 17. Don't give them a short field. Like, you scoring the touchdown, if you do, and I don't know. I think we missed the field goal on that drive. Or maybe we made the field goal on that drive. No, I, I think can't that remember. was the one you missed. Okay. Which, by the, the way, the play the call, replay I will on, say the play call sure. on fourth down was terrific because uh, Xavier White was wide open. Either the play call was terrific or Cal just fell apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he was wide open. So mm-hmm. it almost felt like, okay, we have this play that we're really, really confident in, okay? And yeah. so that's why we're going to use it on a fourth down situation. I mean, whatever it was, I think everything went was going back to the left right. and then Xavier came across the field against the grain. He was wide open. There was nobody near him for right. Cal. Um, I just did, I felt like the, the win of getting that first down – this wasn't that great at that point, but the loss gives them hope. It gives them a chance. So I, I didn't love that one, um, but again, like eighty percent of the time, I think I'm I'm go. You know, I'm I, I agree with Coach McGuire. So I I don't know. I just felt like um, I felt like we didn't learn from our mistakes on the offensive side of the ball enough, and that's something I I, I feel like needs to be better. Um, and so hopefully, you know, another, another year of the system for the players, another year with the, the coaches knowing their players and, and being able to sit back. Coach McGuire uh, has used the term before, like self-evaluate, you know, he's talked about how they did that part way through the season and that's when they decided, yeah. Hey, we run the football. Well, let's, let's, let's keep running the football with Taj. Um, hopefully you can figure those, those things out a little bit quicker. So, um, yeah, I, I think I come away. Um, I'll be honest with you, Choice. I feel better about the 2024 season than this week than I did last week. Okay. It's not necessarily about the winning, uh, what the beating of Cal. It's about what you got in the portal last week. As okay. Far as, okay. And that's fair. That's their guys that I feel like immediate impact yeah. guys that are in big time need positions. Um, that I really think are going to help you out. So um, I I was super proud the other night of the way our – I mean, it looked like, again, you're going to get blown out. And we all wonder about these bowl games, right, where, like, who's going to be excited to play? And as I like to say, they're all excited when they walk out onto the field, okay? They're all excited. You can't tell who's excited to be there or not until they get punched in the face. And how do they bounce back? How do they bounce I'll say back? Almost all the time, that's true. Yeah. Okay. How do they bounce back after something goes wrong? Yeah. Okay. And for every Red Raider fan out there, you fumble on the opening kickoff, you give up a touchdown. You, I don't remember if it was three and out or whatever. It was a quick. First okay. Drive, you, yeah. you quick first drive. They're marching down the field, making it look easy. Okay. Yeah. And it's about to be fourteen to zero. I don't know how many of you Red Raider fans are like, we got this. We're gonna come back. <laughs> Okay, it did not look like you had any hope. Okay, and so to me, Tim DeRuiter, his defense completely turned it around. Credit him a ton. Okay, Joey McGuire having his guys ready and having his guys truly motivated, where it's not, hey, we're happy to be here until something goes wrong. They kept battling. Okay, yeah, yeah. and so I, I'm I'm proud of him for that, and and was 
super happy. Okay, so yeah. um, I I think there's a lot of good there that shows that this team wanted to keep playing hard, and they maybe felt maybe had a bad taste in their mouth from the Texas game. They surely should have. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, that's kind of gotten. I think I'd have been pretty down at six and seven about the season. I would have too. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm not like writing home to mom over seven and six, but I feel a lot better. It changes the perception. Yeah. It changes it a lot. And I, like I did say, uh, I think you outmatched Cal in, in terms of what you put on the field on Saturday. I, I think you were the better football team fairly, fairly clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of the first 20 quarter, points, yeah. Um, I think you're the better football team, and it did show. Hey, Cal's a six and six football team. Glad to be there at six and six. But you were a six and six team that easily could have been nine and three this year if you had some breaks, if you played better in certain games. And that does give me some hope for next year, but you got to convert that into, you know, nine wins instead of six. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.